0: News.
1: It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines, the vice chairman of the Independent Police Complaints Council, says the announcement that an overseas expert panel will stand aside should not be interpreted as quitting. But Pan-Democrats say the move by the expert panel is a slap in the face for the chief executive, Carrie Lam. And President Trump urges the US Senate to try him sooner rather than later after democratic leaders in the House of Representatives unveiled the two articles of impeachment against him. Vice Chairman of the Independent Police Complaints Council, legislator Tony Chair, says the announcement that an overseas expert panel will stand aside should not be interpreted as quitting. The panel was appointed to an IPCC inquiry into the policing of several months of anti-government protests. In a statement this morning, the panel repeated its concerns that the IPCC lacked the powers and investigative capabilities to properly investigate the matter. Mr Chair says the independent expert panel, the IEP, had already completed most of its work. We are thankful to the IEP, you know, the contribution advice given to us in the past, which will be reflected in our interim report.
2: As regards you know, the future uh, cooperation or assistance from the IEP, of course, it really depends what IPCC going to do in the
3: next steps we would uh, consider upon our issuance of the interim
1: report. In a statement, the IPCC said it deeply appreciated the participation and contribution of the independent expert panel and was pleased it had a desire to remain engaged. It said after a meeting with the panel early next month, it would release an interim report. Chairman Anthony Ngo noted that the council did not have investigative powers, but it has solicited the support of the Chief Executive Carrie Lam and the Police Commissioner. Pan-Democrats say the quitting of the expert panel is a slap in the face for the Chief Executive Carrie Lam, and a vote of no confidence in the IPCC's upcoming report. Convener of the pan Democrats Civic Party lawmaker Tanya Chan called on Mrs Lam to act on people's demands to properly investigate alleged police brutality towards protesters.
0: We want to warn uh, the, uh, Mrs Carrie Lam, don't waste our time. Please do answer positively to our five demands and grab this golden opportunity to persuade Beijing or uh, any person to support uh, an independent uh, commission of inquiry instead of um, trying to set up a review committee. Um, uh, even with this review committee, um, uh, it doesn't help.
1: Justice Secretary Theresa Cheng has strongly condemned arson attacks on the indices to the High Court and Court of Final Appeal during last Sunday's March. She said the attacks were a serious crime and a blow to the rule of law. Here's Ms. Cheng.
2: No one should try and attempt to think that they can get away with arson lightly. It can attract a life sentence. Any arson acts, which I think is not just before the courts, but in various other places in Hong Kong, should not be allowed to continue and should be condemned. Insofar as the attacks on the courts is concerned, that is even more disgraceful. And it is very sad to see that uh, people in Hong Kong are attacking our own courts, which is truly in independent and has been upholding the rule of law and we in the Department of Justice continue to support the judicial independence as well as the rule of law in Hong Kong.
1: Justice Secretary also rejected reports that she had wanted to resign from her post and stay in London after suffering an injury when protesters surrounded her there. She also rejected suggestions that she was on the way out.
2: As to the speculation, which is a pure speculation that, uh, that has been reported recently in some social media about resonations and all the rest of it, it is pure speculation. I urge you all as responsible media to check the facts and to look at evidence rather than to just repeat what has been said.
1: Several dozen people have staged a protest outside the chief executive's office demanding that the district council election results be scrapped and another poll be held. Voice of Loving Hong Kong complained that the election last month, which the pro-democracy camp won by a landslide, was rigged. The protesters marched from Admiralty Centre to Carrie Lam's office. Before heading to the government headquarters to hand in their petition letter, LeFi was one of those taking part. He said he felt the voting procedures were not right because he couldn't see polling staff cross out his personal details when he cast his ballot.
3: It is not according to the what? Uh, election way. Okay, thing is, because first of all, I didn't see, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch the guy. Check my, uh, check the, uh, what, what they call it, my personal details. I know the eligible voter's list. I say, he should cross in front of me. But the thing is, I don't know. I didn't see it. He didn't do it. Because, and also I've heard it from the rumour that lots of young guys, once he cast the ballot and they turn around and fall, kill on the line again.
1: President Trump has urged the U.S. Senate to try him sooner rather than later after Democratic leaders in the House of Representatives unveiled the two articles of impeachment against him. They charged Mr. Trump with abuse of power and obstruction of Congress over allegedly pressing Ukraine to interfere in next year's U.S. presidential election. Mr. Trump ridiculed the articles at a political rally in Pennsylvania.
2: The House Democrats announced these two flimsy, pathetic, ridiculous articles of impeachment. The House Democrats are walking back from everything they claimed with today's announcement. They're now admitting there was no collusion. There was no obstruction of justice and there were no crimes whatsoever. There are no crimes, it says it. There are no crimes.
1: In unveiling the articles of impeachment, the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, Gerald Nadler, earlier explained why he thought they amounted to high crimes and misdemeanors.
2: It is an impeachable offence for the president to exercise the powers of his public office to obtain an improper personal benefit while ignoring or injuring the national interest. That is exactly what President Trump did when he solicited and pressured Ukraine to interfere in our 2020 presidential election, thus damaging our national security, undermining the integrity of the next election, and violating his oath to the American people.
1: Officials from the U.S., Mexico and Canada have signed a revised USMC trade deal after more than two years of tough negotiations. It'll replace the 25-year-old North American Free Trade Agreement. The new agreement was a key objective for Donald Trump's presidency. U.S. Democrats and labor unions gave it their backing after negotiating some changes. The Mexican president, Andres Manuel López Obrador, spoke at the signing ceremony in Mexico City. It's an agreement that
3: benefits the workers of Canada, the United States and Mexico. It's also an agreement that strengthens cooperation for development and allows us to face in a better way social problems such as migration.
1: Speaking at the same ceremony, the U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer was also at Bede.
0: We spent hours and hours and hours, and the result, I think, is the best trade agreement in history. And, and together, all of our teams did this, and it's something that's going to make North America richer, it's going to make America richer, it's going to make Canada richer, and it's going to make Mexico richer.
1: World Trade Organization's Court of Appeal can no longer function. The terms of the two of its three remaining judges have ended without any replacement being appointed because of US objections. President Trump's administration has argued that the US Constitution does not permit a foreign court to supersede an American one and has refused to compromise. The BBC's Jonathan Josephs.
3: Global trade tensions have never been higher, with the world's biggest economy, the US, embroiled in several disputes. But the head of the WTO is optimistic that a solution to its crisis can be found. Roberto Azevedo said it was clearly a big blow that the appellate body no longer had enough judges to rule on issues that affect billions of dollars' worth of trade. He said significant changes in the dispute settlement mechanism will be needed and that intensive consultations will start immediately. But the wide-ranging nature of those changes and disagreements from other countries mean a permanent solution could be difficult to reach.
1: Officials in Jersey City across the river from New York say six people have been killed and three wounded in a shootout that moved from a cemetery to a kosher grocery store and lasted several hours. Dead include a police detective and two suspected gunmen along with three customers at the shop. Jersey City's police chief Michael Kelly gave this update to reporters. The
3: investigation will take weeks, maybe months. The crime scene is very extensive and is at three locations at least. At this time, we have one stolen U-Haul vehicle that may contain an incendiary device that has since been taken from the location and is being examined by our bomb squad members.
1: New Zealand police say conditions on White Island remain extremely dangerous and they cannot rush into recovering the remaining casualties from Monday's fatal volcanic eruption. Superintendent Bruce Bird told journalists the situation was being monitored closely.
3: We've got to be certain of the environmental situation out there on the island, Um, what's that's happening and then we can make some decisions once we've got all of that information. Safety for our staff is a huge priority for us and um, we've got to get this right.
1: Six people are confirmed dead, eight others are missing including two Hong Kong tourists presumed dead. The Russian Foreign Minister, Sergey Lavrov, has urged the United States to agree an extension to the current Strategic Arms Reduction Treaty, or START. It's due to expire in February 2021. Following talks with his American counterpart in Washington, Mr. Lavrov said it would alleviate the inter- international tensions. The U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said arms control negotiations needed to be broadened out beyond the terms of the bilateral START treaty. Finance and a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at twenty six thousand five hundred and nineteen. That's eighty two points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at thirty five billion dollars. Currencies: U.S. dollars trading at one hundred eight point seven four yen. The euro stands at one U.S. dollar and ten cents. The pound is worth ten Hong Kong dollars, 10 Hong Kong dollars and twenty seven cents. Sport now, and here's Adam Cheng. Test cricket has returned to
3: Pakistan for the first time in a decade. Prior to today, Pakistan hadn't played a test match on home soil since the Sri Lankan team bus was ambushed by gunmen in Lahore in March 2009 when six policemen and two civilians died and several Sri Lankan players and coaches were injured. Once again, Sri Lanka are the opponents for this historic two-test series. Play is underway in Rawalpindi. Pakistan bowler Muhammad Abbas said he couldn't wait to represent his country on home soil
1: I'm very excited to be uh, playing we, we are going to be playing a test cricket in front of uh, my nation so we are all the team is very are very excited.
3: To football now, the holders Liverpool are through to the last 16 of the European Champions League. They won 2-0 in Salzburg to progress as group winners. Naby Keita and Sagio Mane combined for Liverpool's first goal before Mo Salah scored a second from a tight angle. Napoli defeated Gink 4-0 to progress as runners-up behind Liverpool. And despite the win, Napoli have sacked their coach Carlo Ancelotti. Italian media had reported that Ancelotti was to be sacked after the game regardless of the result. Chelsea also progressed to the last 16 after a 2-1 win over Lille. Chelsea finished second in their group behind Valencia who defeated Ajax 1-0. In Group F, Inter Milan are out after losing 2-1 at home to Barcelona who had already won the group. Borussia Dortmund took second with a 2-1 win over Slavia Prague. Now, the final round of the 2019 East Asian Football Championship kicked off last night with victory for Japan. They beat China 2-1 in Busan. Tonight, the hosts and reigning champions South Korea face Hong Kong. The SAR making it to the final round for only the third time. Our football commentator Chris kl says there are plenty of young stars to watch.
1: The East Asian Championship is more of a good chance to test out new players. For example, Japan's team has 10 new players being capped for the first time, with 9 of the 10 being under-22, as Japan are preparing for the Tokyo Olympics. South Korea will look to win on home soil, They so will have a strong squad including Kim seng Dae, a striker from Jen-bok Hayondai. China has sent a B squad, and they'll be managed by Lee Tia, who used to play for Everton.
3: In rugby news, long-time assistant Ian Foster has been confirmed as head coach of the All Blacks. The 54-year-old takes over from Steve Henson, who stepped down following the team's disappointing third-place finish at the World Cup in Japan two months ago. New Zealand Rugby said they interviewed 26 coaches as potential candidates. Foster's contract is only for two years. It doesn't run through to the next World Cup in 2023. And that's your look at sports.
1: To end the news, the top story once again. The Vice Chairman of the Independent Police Complaints Council says the announcement that an overseas expert panel will step aside should not be interpreted as quitting the news from RTHK.
0: And welcome to the 123 Show with me, Sadia Usmani. Started off with Sade, a very sultry, laid-back Sade. And my thanks to Phil for the morning brew. On the show today, our Wednesday feature, Communication Matters. Joining me in the studio at 1.30 will be Cecilia Louis, founder and director of Idea Connect. This week, our key communication skill is about authenticity. Oh, I knew I'd get this wrong. Authenticity. Authenticity in communication. Oh, my goodness. Do you know, I, I read it through earlier on and I thought, oh, yeah, no problem. But, you know, but it's like not sure what that means. It looks like I don't know either. You'll have to tune in to find out. And after 2.30, Cruzanne McElligan is here with her regular audio article. And this week she gets cleaning with her facts and figures and mind boggling bags of information as she talks about vacuum cleaners. Yes, the subject was octopuses last week. And you know, it had such a significant effect on my life and my relationship with them. Now, I was seriously considering that